What's up, Grizz Nation? Welcome to the show. It's David Isaac. This is the Ethos Grizzlies podcast. We are back, but not so excited tonight. The second seed in the West was very short-lived for the Memphis Grizzlies. As they go into Houston and laid an egg, there was no effort from this team tonight. The energy was not there from the word go. We saw this in the first quarter last night. Jenkins was able to rally them and get them to lock in and put the magic away. That was not the case tonight. They, they ended the first half with a 10-point lead. But even then, man, it, it just it never felt like the Grizzlies were invested in this game. And just like Brevin I always says, you cannot cheat this game, came back to get them tonight. Yeah, um, and, and we came over here last night, man, and praised this team for not doing this. And they come out tonight and, and do just that. Um, I mean, a situation where you you have these goals. I mean, you move into the two seed last night and had a, a really good opportunity uh, to, to kind of build on it tonight. And you look at the, the Warriors with a tough game against the Nuggets where they're not taking Steph, Clay, and Kaminga. So you think that they likely dropped that game. You had a real opportunity here to to make a move, especially with another game coming up on Tuesday night that you'll be favored to win. And they just don't take care of business. I mean, you could tell from from the onset that they just didn't have the effort. They didn't have the energy defensive wise. I mean, they just just didn't have it tonight. I mean, only and you hate to call call out specific guys, but only really the only guys that really showed up tonight were Stephen Adams, Desmond Bain, Tyus Jones, and Brandon Clark. Outside of that, you just didn't see the effort. From guys and, and you had kind of a, a better effort late, but it was too late, the, the, too 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 little, too late. Uh, they're late in the game, man, to try to, to try to push back and make a run. Once you let a team like the Rockets get confidence, they got going downhill, man. It was no stop. I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. just got going, man. They couldn't couldn't stop him. Uh, and it's just you just hate to see these kind of losses, man. Because uh, again, man, you had an opportunity to to make a move here on the Warriors, man, and, and you lose that, and now you're. Kind of back to the drawing board. You got to sit on this one to Tuesday. Coach Jenkins said out the game that they just didn't have it tonight. Uh, and, and that even when they had a 10-point lead at halftime, it, it like you said, it really didn't feel like a 10-point lead. You could just feel that Houston had the momentum in the second half. It played out just like I, I, I was afraid it would in the first half. And they go on to lose this game, man, and it, a tough loss. And, again, man, you just – if you're going to be an elite team and you want to call yourself a elite team, these are, are the kind of games that you can't drop, especially at this point in the season. Yeah, it, it's – I'm not one to do a, a ton of speculation when it comes to, like, the way people feel. But I don't think it's any speculation at all to say that Jenkins was pissed with this loss. He yeah. – his body language, his tone, the way he responded to the questions. They I mean, he got out of there quick. Yeah, they generally take more questions. Yeah, and it was like three questions tonight, and he was out. And I know I was, was shocked when he, when he said thanks. I was like, "Wow, okay, that's been like yeah. two minutes." Oh so, yeah, was not long at all. He was not happy, but we we talked about it. We you know, Josh said in the post game presser last night, "Hey, we we can't go in and take this game lightly. We've got to be locked in," and that they were not. It's just simply put. They were not locked in. Too too many lapses on the defensive end. You got out rebounded by a Houston team that that's that shouldn't out rebound you. You know, Christian Wood had a big night, twenty eight and thirteen. He only took twelve shots to get twenty eight points. So super efficient night for him. Kevin Porter, you said already put up twenty nine. Jalen Green had twenty four. We know that this Rocket team has guys that can put the ball in the bucket and do it at yeah. a high level. 
and, and it just got them tonight. You know, I, I don't want to stay on here and, and just beat a dead horse over and over and over again. So we won't do that, but it, it's just not acceptable. The Grizzlies are more than likely favored over their next six for sure. The matchup Tuesday against the Pelicans, and then they have one against the Hawks later on in the month. Those are probably the, their two toughest matchups in that stretch, yeah. but they're still going to be favored. Still, still games you should win. Yeah, and, and that, that's and then they come back on the twentieth. They play the Rockets again in exactly two weeks on a Sunday. These weekend games, you got the Rockets that they lost to today, and then they play at home the next two games. They have OKC at OKC next Sunday, and then the Rockets the following Sunday. You you hope that this is a wake up call for them, and they lock in from here. It, it um, better be. Yeah, Mark Giannato, he he tweeted out they're three and four in their last seven games that they have not looked like the same team that went into that All Star break that has them in the position that they're in right now. The sky is not falling. This team, I'm still confident in this team. I still feel like they can beat anybody in the playoffs. It's all about what type of effort they bring to the game and if they lock in or not. I know that the playoffs are different, but you can't go into any game against any team with the mindset that they had tonight because it's going to work out just like this. And one thing I do want to want to point out from tonight that something that, that gets me in is it's not just Taylor Jenkins, it's a lot of coaches is fouling out your own guys. I know Jared was struggling tonight. There was some some bad fouls out there tonight, but at the end of the day, Jared is your second best player on the team. And if you want to argue Bain, uh, okay, top three, top three player on this team. And he's your best defender on this team right now. And you struggled defensively all night. He left the game with five fouls and, and never came back into the game. I, I don't understand fouling out your own player. Like you see it from the NBA to college. You see it on every level that coaches do this. And I, I don't understand it. Now he was asked about it after the game. And he said, he just kind of felt like Jared didn't have a rhythm tonight, but, I understand that, and, and I use the analogy. I was talking to somebody on Twitter, having a conversation about. It. They were like, "Well, Jared was struggling," and I, I was like, "If Ja was really struggling, and you were in a close game down the stretch, would you sit him and not put him back in the game? I mean, you win and lose games with your best players, and in yeah. that situation, if you have a close game down the stretch, man, you, I, I just don't understand not going back to Jared, even despite his, his struggling. Man, he he had five fouls. He had another foul, man. I think he should have put him back out there. And that was strange to me, especially with the way they struggled to defend the paint tonight, man. Who who knows if, if, if it would have changed anything, was he would have won the game, they could have put him right back in, he could have fouled out immediately. Who knows? But I would have gave him that opportunity. I thought that was kind of weird tonight. Yeah, I think you have to. I got to back up a little bit because you said best defender right now, and you can leave that off of there. I think he's the best defender on this did team. I, did I say right now? Yeah, you said right now. Oh, well, no. I, 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 think I, he, I don't know he, why I would have said that. <laughs> he's the best defender on the team, period. You can maybe argue, that you know, Dylan Brooks, but overall, impact-wise, Jared is going to yeah. have the biggest yeah, impact defensively. Yeah, I don't know why I would have said right now. <laughs> but it's, it, it is – it's weird. Why? Why are you leaving your second best player on the bench? If there was some sort of underlying reason, if there was something, you know, maybe Jaron missed an assignment or Jenkins could just tell by his body language that he wasn't checked in tonight, that that could be it. But he's probably not going to say that in a press conference. He's probably not going to be blunt and be like, Listen, man, his head was not in the game. Yeah, tonight. he was in a doghouse, basically. You know, that's those words. I would bet you 
everything I own, that those words are never going to come out of Jenkins' mouth. He's not going to throw his players under the bus. He just said, you know, he wasn't in rhythm tonight, the fouls. I didn't feel like it was, you know, the best thing to do to put him in to close the fourth. We can disagree with that. I think both of us do disagree with that because, like you said, you you win or lose with your best players and, and give him a shot. And, and that's – I know that he's had some games where he got five fouls and he was able to finish the game without fouling out. So, it's it's a possibility they could have came in and, and let him play and he made the difference. But I seriously doubt it tonight because it wasn't just Jaron. This was – across the board that, you know, yeah. you have 10 guys playing tonight and out of those 10 guys, you can argue that six out of the 10 were not really there to play tonight. And that's, that's rough. You, you cannot do that against other professionals, man. It's- no, you, you, you just can't do it. Like I said, the, the guys I named Stephen Adams, Desmond Bain, Tyus and, and BC for, for me were the only guys that seemed to be focused and locked in tonight. And, Shout out to Steven Adams, man. Had his <laughs> yeah, best game of the season, man. 23 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, a steal, three blocks, and 9-11 from the field, uh, five of nine from the free throw line, which is is, is pretty good for him. Uh, in 37 minutes, played more minutes than he usually plays tonight. A lot of that probably had to do with Jaron being in foul trouble and not in the game for, for a majority of it. He only ended up playing, what, 13 minutes tonight. Um, and I think that's a big part of, of why they – the game. I mean, it's just such a difference when he's not on the floor defensively and him only playing 13 minutes man you usually if he's only going to play that amount of minutes he's going to have a tough night and we've talked about that this team has missed guys different guys here and there but they don't have anybody that can replicate what Jaron Jackson Jr. does so when he gets in foul trouble like that you can go back and look most of the time when he has these type of games these are the games that they lose most of the games they lose if you go back and look a lot of times it correlates with Jaron Jackson Jr. having a bad game one of those games where he's in foul trouble or not in and out of the game, missing big chunks of time. That's usually when they lose, and that's what we saw tonight, man. But shout-out to, to Stephen Adams, best game of, of his Grizzlies career for sure. I and mean, John Morant is at the point now where even when he has a bad game, because he didn't have a really good game tonight, still scored 22 points, four rebounds, six assists, two steals. I mean, that's that's at the level that he's at now, that you can he can still score 22 points and put up those kind of numbers, still have a bad game. He just – he just uh, and again, it's not just him. Outside of the guys I named, it just seemed like everybody just didn't have the focus tonight, man. There was some bad turnovers. Uh, he put himself in a bad spot to where he ended up turning the ball over. Just didn't have that same focus that he seemed to, to usually have. It just seemed to be not locked in tonight. And, and you said, he talked about it last night, that he was the one that came out and said that we have to be locked in. And he, he wasn't locked in himself tonight, man. And that's when, when, when your main guy uh, is not locked in, it can kind of, kind of have a trickle-down effect, and, and that's kind of what we saw tonight, man. He wasn't really putting the team in great spots to, to be successful tonight. He has to do that as the, as the point guard and the leader of this team. So it's just just a tough loss, man. You you hate to see these because you felt like you had a real opportunity. You move into two seed, and you're like, man, we got the worst team in the NBA, uh, just played the second the worst team in the NBA last night. Opportunity to pick up two wins this weekend, man. You go one-and-one, one, man. It's one that you definitely love to have back because if they have requisite focus and effort, they don't lose this game tonight. There's no way you lose to their Rockets team. Yeah, no, no chance. And you're you're talking about that Golden State schedule and how tough it is. The Grizzlies could have put four games easily between them and Golden State in this next little stretch right yeah, here. Yeah, I was looking at the stretch. I was like, and man, they had a great opportunity and just didn't take. Blew it open to where they were comfortably in the second seed. 
and it may still happen. This may be the game. This smack in the face. I, I go back to um, what was the Jordan documentary called? The Last Dance. Last Dance. When when they were talking about the Dream Team and how uh, Daily benched guys and made them lose to the college team in that first matchup. And then he used that to kind of fuel them the rest of the way. And we know what ended up happening. They destroyed everybody in those 92 Olympics. And I I think, what was the average margin of victory? It was something stupid. Like, yeah, I mean, it was crazy. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes you can take a game like this and use it as fuel driving you forward I hope that's what happens. You, you look at the box score, the Grizzlies got – I talked about it, They got out-rebounded 45 to 40. That, and that's something that you don't ever see. They, they, did, yeah. get, they did get more offensive rebounds, 12 to 8, but you but they, never they didn't see score, like, second-chance points. Yeah. The Rockets had 22. The Grizzlies had 13. 13, Why yeah. why, why did they outscore them by nine with on the second-chance points? Effort. The Rockets – they were down by 10 at half. They come out in the third quarter, and you could just feel the momentum just gradually building for the Rockets, and the Grizzlies done nothing to slow it down. And so guys like Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate, these guys started feeding off of that energy, and they started hustling, and they were getting to the ball when the Grizzlies were not. And yeah, because there, there, there was some bad ones, like just no effort from the Grizzlies whatsoever to grab an mm-hmm. offensive rebound. Guys just coming in. It'd be two or three grids on the basket, and a, and a rocket would come in and grab an offensive rebound. Like it was just ridiculous. I mean, it was straight up effort. It wasn't because I mean they don't have the guys that they should be out rebounding the Grizzlies like that. I mean this this is not the team that you expect to out rebound the Grizzlies. Grizzlies are the number one rebound team in the NBA, and the Rockets are not a team that you expect to challenge them there. And it it shouldn't even been close. And again, you get out rebounded by this team, as you said, man, it, it's all one hundred percent effort. Yeah, yeah, that's all. You know. Eric Gordon had six, Jay Shantae yeah, had man. seven, Jalen Green had eight <laughs> rebounds. It's the, the Grizzlies outpaced them tonight. They shot the ball 97 times. They were 44 of 97. The Rockets got up 82 attempts. The Grizzlies were abysmal from three tonight, five of 26. Everybody not named Desmond Bain. One of 17. Come, yeah, one of 17 from three. for They were 19, 19.2%. Uh, the free throw struggles continue. Morant was good from the line tonight. Uh, Kyle Anderson missed three free throws, which is odd for him. He's generally good from the free throw line. I hope that they do something to fix that. I really feel like that's going to be the Achilles heel. I feel like if they run into a tough matchup in the first round and they end up losing that matchup, we're going to look back at that series and the free throws are going to be the issue. I still, like I said, I have confidence that they can beat anybody whenever it comes down to it, but that that's important. You've got to make the free throws. The Rockets attempted more free throws. They were 24 of 36. Um, still, it, just the areas where the Grizzlies usually get ahead of teams, they didn't do it tonight. They, the Grizzlies had 72 points in the paint. They attacked the paint. They score there. That's what they do. They usually lead in second-chance points. They didn't do that. They didn't out-rebound them. It's execution, effort. I feel like we're just saying the same things over and over and over again, but that's what it was. It was just lack of effort from the Grizzlies and, you know, just chalk it up. Hope that uh, they use this as fuel because right now, the last time I looked, the Pelicans were up four points on the Nuggets late in that game and could very well be on like a six game win streak whenever they get to Memphis on Tuesday. 
five yeah, games. So five game win streak. I said six, but it's yeah, they're they're up one uh Pelicans up one twelve, one oh five with four twenty four to go uh in Denver. I mean they are playing really well. So that's not gonna be an easy game. But one thing that we know, we've seen this team and John Morant have this mentality of where anything goes bad, they have a bad loss or anything, we're used to seeing seeing them bounce back. Uh so I expect John to probably have a bit big game that's on TNT. Uh, so you know he's gonna wanna wanna uh, wanna put on the show. So hopefully, man, they can can pick themselves back up and 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 get back on the winning track because there's no no time for feeling sorry for yourself at this point. I mean, we're in the the, the home stretch now, man, and they got to put victories on the board if they're gonna be two seed. We talked about breaking that franchise win record. Now you're looking at thirteen and three. That's gonna be extremely tough. And and I tweeted out right before we jumped on here that the bright side of that is it might not even take fifty seven wins to be the two seed this year. And I think that team was the fourth seed, I want to say, 2013 that won 56 games. So it's kind of a different scenario here. They might be able to win 55 games and be the two seed. But I really would have loved, liked to have seen them reach their goal. It's still possible. Uh, Going to be extremely tough. But I, I feel like this is the best team in, in franchise history. And you'd love to see that solidify with them actually having that record. But, I mean, again, if they could get that two seed and go in and playoffs, I mean, you'll, you'll take that. But ceremonially and optics-wise, I would have loved to have seen them get to that record and again man still opportunity to get out there and do that but it's going to be tough yeah they're they're still in good shape they got a four game lead on dallas for the division championship and i know division you know winning division is not a huge deal but it's something that the grizzlies have never done yeah that that's one thing that you could you know put put down you know if this team ends up holding on and they win that division that's something that we haven't seen that's something that the grit and grind teams did not do um, it's it's going to take more effort than what they played with tonight, man. I, I don't really have much of anything else to, to talk about with this game. I, I don't I don't think that we can discuss much in this game without it, you know, being repetitive. Of they just didn't have just didn't have it tonight. Yeah, I mean that's that's what it is, man. And again, man, this Pelican team's going to come in here. Would that be five in a row uh, coming in here? Because it looks like they're going to pull this one out and. Was it? It's not like it was a bad game for Denver. I'm looking at the box score here, uh, 26 and 10, and eight, eight, 26, eight rebounds and 10 assists. But Jokic knocked down two threes. Eric Gordon has 26. So, uh, it wasn't like it was a bad effort, man. They're just flat out playing really good basketball right now. 33 for Ingram, I see. Uh, 22 for CJ McCollum. Got 11 for uh, Graham off the bench. Uh, so uh, they got to have a good effort, man. We know we've seen this this Falcons team get them problems. CJ McCollum. Is a guy that's giving them problems. We, but we saw the last game down in New Orleans. CJ McCollum had 30 points. The Grizzlies still win that game by double digits. So that's one. I mean, I feel like, again, man, if you're talking about two seed and, and breaking the franchise record and all that, you can't lose back to back games against teams that you're supposed to win. So it's the home floor. TNT, man, come out and have a, a really good effort and get back on the winning track. And we'll see what happens from there. I mean, you got to put this one behind you. Like I said a minute ago, man, no time to feel sorry for yourself. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep it super short tonight. We'll wrap it up there. Again, final score of this game, 123 to 112. Grizzlies fall to 44 and 22 on the season. They are uh, win percentage. The two seed is uh, Golden State, but it, it shows that they are tied currently for like, well, they're eight games. So they have one more loss. So Golden State gets the nod at yeah. you know, 6 yeah, 7 compared with the- to 6 6 7. But both eight games behind the Suns, 
Still two and a half games up on the Jazz for the four seed. They're still in a good spot. The sky is not falling. But if they keep showing up like they did tonight against these other teams, the sky might be falling soon. So we'll keep an eye on that. Hope that it doesn't happen. We appreciate you guys listening to us. We are going to throw a little bit of sponsor stuff in here. We don't do this often enough. I talked to you guys about Thrive Fantasy and propping up over there. You go where it's the biggest names in the league. You don't have to know the junk guys at the end of the bench. If you're a Grizzlies fan, you know all of the Grizzlies players. But this is the best of the best in the league, and you're picking overs and unders. There's odds on those. You get a list of 20. You pick 10 out of that 20 over and under. If you get the most right, you win your share of the prize. They've given away over $6 million. Our promo code over there is ethos. You go over there, you sign up. They're going to match your initial deposit 100% up to $100, and you get two free game tokens to go and get in a different contest. So go over, check them out, prop up. If you need help with that, our guys over at Ethos Gaming do a fantastic job. Our DFS guys, they do a show every day, every day of the week, seven days a week, and they talk about that. They talk about Thrive and who to prop up with. So go check them out. Go over to Thrive. Let them know that we sent you. Get that uh, deposit match. Prop up. Win some money. Do it the easy way. I, I'm I, I'm ready to get out of here, man. Let, let's uh, you you can get the show on Twitter at Ethos Grizzlies. I'm at David W two one one one. Isaac, if you got anything else, man, throw it out there. If not, get us out of here. No, man. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Isaac underscore Rivals. It's I S A A C underscore Rivals. Again, the Grizzlies will be back on the home floor Tuesday night. Uh, taking on the New Orleans Pelicans, who look like they're about to get a big victory in Denver, going to be coming in here on a win streak. Uh, that's an early start, 6.30 on TNT. Won't be any local broadcast, but I miss our guys. Pete and Brevin, they'll be back on the call Friday night as the Grizzlies take on the Knicks at home. So some, some wonderful games coming up. Uh, I mean, you just got to put this one behind you and, and get back on the winning streak and, and get going. Uh, so other than that, man, we'll talk to you next week. Until next time, we gone.